Hello everyone, I'm Carmen and welcome to the Rise of a Goddess podcast, a place where we explore all things femininity, feminine energy, intuition, and mindset. Each week we will discuss the many ways media, society, and the world around us help shape our minds to ignore our intuition and play small. Together we will discover how these elements become roadblock number one to rising to our full goddess potential. If you're ready to tap into your goddess energy, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Rise of a Goddess podcast. My name is Carmen and I am your host. If you are new here, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really do hope that you enjoy it, but more than that, I hope it has you coming back for more. If you are a returning listener, as I say each and every week, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being such a loyal part of our goddess community, for helping us grow, and for sharing it with your fellow goddess friends and family. I have received several messages from people who have said that someone recommended the podcast to them and that they enjoy it as well and that they're now goddesses in our goddess community. So for all of you that have recommended the podcast to a friend or a family member, thank you. I am very grateful for that and thank you for feeling that this is a message that we should be putting out and that we should be working on helping one another become our higher selves and become more in tune with our goddess energy. So happy Monday. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. As for me, mine was fairly quiet. Michael and I did have a lot of running around to do on Saturday morning. We tried to fit in as much as we can before the heavens opened up with rain. They were forecasting rain for about 11, but it held up and we were able to get everything in and pick up our lunch and even add a Sunday task to Saturday before it rained. We drove up on the driveway and as soon as we opened the doors, we started feeling the first touches of rain. So thankfully, we made it inside. We spent a quiet weekend at home. We decided to catch up on some of the series that we've been watching from the streaming services. We finished The Servant. That one finished with quite a surprise. And now we cannot wait for the next season. So let's see how long it takes them to give us a new season of The Servant. That one is on Apple Plus. And we are watching The Dropout on Netflix, which is just leaving us so completely baffled how... People just give up money to people who have a good talk, but have nothing to back it with. I mean, this woman, it's a true story of Elizabeth Holmes. And this woman literally 
had a company that was valued at almost a billion dollars of money that was donated. And we just can't get over how easily she was able to talk her way into getting money from very, very wealthy and well-known investors. So that show is pretty much in the same theme as a couple of other ones that we've seen with the similar concept, which were also true stories. Because we also watched The Tinder Swindler and we watched Creating Anna, I believe that's the name of it. And we're just floored at how easily these people were able to get money and con very wealthy and intelligent people out of their money. So yeah, that's what we did. The rest of the weekend was pretty much spent at home, just relaxing, as I said, but it was nice. It's always nice to take some time to just take it easy and relax, right? It also afforded me some time to think of which episode I wanted to record for this week. It was between two. One of them seemed to win a little bit over the other one, only because I know that the last couple of topics have been very intense, um, information-driven topics. So this week, I wanted to do a topic based on what else? Goddess energy. I know that many of you, like myself, have seen trends on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, revolving around living as the main character, or living as the it girl, or having that girl energy. And I decided that this week, we would talk about what it entails to live in your goddess energy. Because as you know, all of us are goddesses and we are all embarking on this journey together to live authentically in our higher self. So I put some things together that I do personally and I figured it would be a good starting point for many of us who are listening, who are just starting or who want to tweak what they're already doing in their day-to-day life in order to rise to their full goddess potential. I've created a list of 10 ways you can embody your true goddess energy. So let's dive into it. The first one is probably the most important one and is on the top of my list. And that is always put yourself first. There are many quotes out there that provoke this feeling, whether it be you cannot fill from an empty cup or in order for you to love someone, you need to love yourself first. The list is endless and there is a reason behind it. Because if you don't put yourself first, no one else will. 
no matter how much someone loves you, they will always put their basic needs first. So that's something that you as a goddess needs to make sure that you embody. You need to make sure that you are always checking in with yourself, making sure that your mind, body, heart, and soul is okay, is operating at as close to 100% as you can. And only you would know if you are achieving that. Number two is be true to yourself. Be honest. Do not allow others to define what good enough or excellent is for you. Do not allow someone else to limit the things that you want to do. Do not allow someone else to tell you what you should and shouldn't accept. No, there is nothing in this world that you cannot achieve. As long as you put in the work and the concerted effort, you can achieve anything that you'd like. Never allow someone to tell you that you're not good enough. Never allow someone to say that your desires are way too big or that you're aiming way too high, whether that be a career, whether it be a love partner. Always be true to yourself. Number three is stay present. One thing about staying present that will gift you tenfold is experiencing things with the eyes of wonder. Oftentimes we miss out on the beauty of life or the beauty of things that are going on around us because we are so worried and give our full attention to things that have already happened or things that we believe are going to happen. So we are worried about the past or anxious about the future. And oftentimes when we do that, we don't appreciate the beauty of the things that are right before our eyes. I've heard many times some new moms or not new moms, like moms that have been in the game for a few years, tell me that they cannot remember a day of their child's infancy or that it all feels like it was a blur. And oftentimes they say this because they were worried about the future or worried about something else other than what was sitting right before them. I often have had conversations with other moms where they are surprised at how vividly I can remember things that happen in my children's childhood. And I can paint the picture exactly the same to everyone that I speak to. And they're astonished. They're like, wow, I, w- I wish that I was able to remember 
clearly things that happened to them. And I can only say that remaining present with my children was something that I valued so much. And no one really told me, stay present, stay present, stay present. It was just something that I did automatically, maybe because being a mom was probably one of the biggest dreams that I ever had, my biggest dream come true. And I wanted to literally relish every single moment that I had with them. So I can say the same can be applied to everything in life. You go on a vacation, instead of staying there with your head in the phone or just texting with friends and telling them what's going on, take the moment and throw yourself into it. Experience everything. What does it look like? What are, what were the colors like? What do you hear? What do you smell? Use your senses. Be present. And you don't know what type of a goddess gift that is to be able to enjoy and absorb every single moment that you're in. Like I said, this can be applied to anything, a vacation, a job, a concert, a show, a lunch with a friend, a massage. The possibilities are endless. But being present is probably a very big goddess energy thing that you can do. My next one is being grateful. I can't tell you how much this one in particular, I get teary-eyed thinking about it. I can't tell you how much this one has provided me the life that I have right now. I take each and every day a moment to write down, jot down five things that I'm most grateful for. I usually do this in the morning during my morning routine. I jot down five things that I'm most grateful for at that moment. And there are some days that you're tired and you're like, can I think of five things? Yes, you can. Because there has to be at least, at the very least, five things that you are grateful for. So right now, I can probably tell you five at this very present moment. And again, living in gratitude also helps you with being present. So right now I can tell you, it's the notes that I took for this episode. The bottle of water that I have sitting in front of me in case I feel parched. The phone that I'm able to use to record this podcast. The fact that the room is at a beautiful temperature that I am not sweating, but I'm not freezing, it's perfect. And let's see, looking around, actually, the fact that I have no headache, I'm feeling great, and it's been an amazing day. 
you can think of five things to be grateful for. Always show gratitude. Whether it be you making gratitude lists or showing gratitude to other people. Being grateful is an amazing way for you to snowball the positive experiences that come into your life. Because if you are in a energy of gratitude, more things to be grateful for will come to you. Ever notice that? It's amazing. So being grateful is a big one for me. That one goes hand in hand with being gracious. When you are interacting with others, be gracious. Whether it be strangers, co-workers, family members, people that you might not like. When you feel gracious, you feel empowered. Because you're not allowing someone else's um, ideas or feelings or attitude to infiltrate who you are, to change your behavior. Because the moment you do that, you're giving up your power to that other person. If someone else can get you upset to the point where it's ruined your day, they have stolen your power. And a goddess never gives up her power. I don't even know what number we're on, but the next one is do not put value on how others think of you. Think of it. What others think of you is their opinion. Why should you set value on it? Oftentimes there are people who think one thing of you And it has nothing to do with who you truly are. So once you start putting value on what that person thinks of you, I mean, you you start setting yourself up to trying to prove yourself to this person. And a lot of times you can't even do that. There was a quote that I found not too long ago. I don't have it in front of me. But it had something to do with people and rumors about you. So let's say there's a group of friends and one person in the group says that, you know what, I don't like that person. You know, she's a liar. She never never is the person that she projects herself to be. And all the other people in that friend group agree with that one person. When you come to think of it, this had nothing to do with what that one person said. These people already thought that. All of the people in that little group who agreed with the person who made these statements or gave this opinion, they all thought that. If I find the quote, I will post it on Instagram because it was beautifully written. And obviously I'm butchering it right now by repeating it. But do not. 
put value on others' opinions of you. Because it's just that. It's their opinion. Opinions are a dime a dozen. They do not illustrate who you truly are as a person. Another quote that I don't know right off the back, but is very much in line with this is if you wouldn't switch lives with this individual, then why should their opinion of you count or matter? A goddess always holds her head up high, has her crown sitting at the top of her head, and she is confident in who she is because she defines who she is. The next way you can embody your true goddess energy, live your life in true goddess energy, is to know what your values are. If you cannot pinpoint what your values are, I suggest that you take some time to reflect on this. Sit down with a notebook and ask yourself, what are the things that you hold true value for? And this I don't mean by objects. I mean like, does it, is integrity something that you value? Honesty. Think of the things that you hold near and dear to you. Like I said, not objects, but things that you value. And make that an integral part of your life. State these values. Make it a mantra for yourself. Highlight it in your notebook. Because knowing your values and knowing what exactly are the things that are non-negotiables to you will help you in embodying our last idea of how you can embody true goddess energy. And that is setting clear boundaries. A goddess will always have boundaries. Not having boundaries is the equivalent of having a house with beautiful furnishings and expensive electronics in it and leaving your front door open. Anyone can come in and trample over all over your house, steal your things, make a mess, loot, squat in your house, would you allow that in your life? No. You need to set clear and concise boundaries on what you will accept and what you will not. This was one that was probably the most difficult for me because as I stated in the last episode, on boundaries. I was raised in a home in which I couldn't have clearly defined boundaries with my family because it was just not something that you did. It was kind of like you had to put up with whatever they dished out and take it. 
because they were family. And it wasn't until I was well into my adulthood that I realized, wait a minute, this isn't benefiting me at all. It's benefiting them. Of course, it's benefiting them because they can treat me whichever way they'd like and they can walk away and then come back whenever they felt like it and act as though nothing happened. Okay, let's just continue on from here. And that's not how it goes. It's something that I clearly defined to one of my siblings just recently where I stated, listen, I have no problem having a relationship with you, but I will tell you that there are certain things that I am no longer going to allow because they do not line up with how I want to be treated and how I value myself. Having clear and concise boundaries will let you know who is worth having in your life and who you really should be protecting your mind, body, soul, and spirit from. So those are my 10 ideas on how you can embody your true goddess energy. If you have any other ones that you'd like to share with the goddess community, like I always suggest, you can come on over to the Rise of a Goddess Instagram page. There it goes. Couldn't get that word out. The Rise of a Goddess Instagram page. And let us know. Let us know in the comments of the latest post. Or if you'd like, you can DM me and I can create it in a future post. Or what I might do, now that I think about it, I might add a poll where you guys can tell me what are tips that you can get in order to embody your true goddess energy. So I hope all of you enjoyed this week's episode. I hope that all of you have an amazing week. Hope you have lots of amazing things planned. And I hope that you can take some time to make up a list of your top goddess energy do's and don'ts. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And I will see you next week on the Rise of a Goddess podcast. Until next Monday. Bye.